Faith, Hope and Love, episode 263, the first Sunday of Advent, year B. Saint Augustine once wrote, It's by design that our Lord hid the time and date of the last day from us. It's so that we would be on the lookout for Christ every day of our lives. If we were somehow to know when the day of the Lord will come, we'd be focusing on the end point, the deadline, instead of being busy with our work along the way. The kingdom is not a conclusion point. The kingdom is a way to live and act in every moment of life and here and now. No wonder many completely missed the first coming of the Messiah some 2,000 years ago. They were looking into the past or into the distant future and completely missed what was happening in the present. They were also looking for the wrong signs. They expected a warrior king who would come and with violence overthrow the Roman Empire. But the one who arrived was a suffering servant. He came and went, and many were not awake to his presence among them. The pattern of watchfulness is the same as Christ's passion and death. On the night before Christ died, Jesus went to pray and keep watch in the Garden of Olives, and he asked his disciples to keep watch with him. But the disciples fell asleep. They were unprepared when our Lord was arrested under the cover of darkness, and they were unprepared and quite shocked, despite our Lord's constant warnings to them, his equally strident teachings to prepare themselves for the shocks and ordeals that were ahead of them. They were unprepared. And so they became frightened and confused and ran away, abandoning our Lord in his time of need. Peter was also not as ready as he needed to be. When he was accused of knowing Christ, and in the pressure of the moment, he desperately and unthinkingly denied Christ, not once, but three times before the cock crow. And at dawn the Lord was sent to be tried. By contrast, Jesus was ready at all times. We must be too. Alert and always ready to live the gospel and to respond to what the gospel asks of us in big and small ways in everyday life. In the gospel, Jesus challenges us to stay awake, to pay attention. But pay attention to what? Pay attention to the things of the kingdom that surround us. Being attentive to our lives. Looking our family members and friends in the eye when they're telling us something. Noticing the look of worry or frustration on our friend's brow. Taking time to savour the things around us that we see, hear and taste. And staying alert for news of hardship suffered by people in our own community and even farther afield. Advent is a time to be watchful and see if we are ready. Ready to welcome Christ in so many ways. And meanwhile, St Paul offers some very encouraging advice saying in the second reading today, you will not be without any of the gifts of the Spirit while you're waiting for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. Am I willing to let God be the potter, as we heard in the first reading? Are we allowing ourselves to be the clay in God's loving hands, shaping our lives? We believe in God and we do trust in God sufficiently to allow God to mould us and shape us in different directions than our own willfulness we can step back from the control seat and let God steer us a bit more. To open ourselves to being transformed by God's hand. 
Surely countless Christ moments and kingdom moments come our way every day, and who knows how many we miss, or perhaps sometimes we're aware of how many we've missed and didn't respond to them properly because we were on the back foot and not ready to do so. So this Advent time begins and we remain alert and awake. And during this season of Advent, we're featuring on this weekly podcast a new hymn for Advent that I've composed, entitled, O Come Lord. And I dedicate this hymn to the memory of Paolo Mario Paul Giacomantonio, 1968-2020. May he rest forever in the arms of our Lord. O Come Lord. save us come Lord of light your spirit all around us with you eternal life with wisdom in your words with hope and love you fill the universe and that is enough Spirit all around 
To you I lift up my soul, O my God. In you I have trusted. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies exalt over me. And let none who hope in you be put to shame. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone and welcome as we gather to praise and worship our God. As we begin our Advent journey in preparation for Christmas, we now bless our Advent wreath. And may the sprinkling of this water remind us, all gathered here, of our first sharing in the grace of baptism. During this time of Advent, may we prepare for the Lord's coming with open hearts and minds. May this wreath be a symbol to us of this time of prayerful watching and waiting for the coming of the Lord. We now light the candle for the first Sunday of Advent, the prophet's candle, symbol of hope, reminding us that Jesus is coming. Lord Jesus, your coming was proclaimed by the prophets of old. Lord, have mercy. You are the potter and we are the clay the work of your hands. Christ, have mercy. You instruct us to be ever watchful. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Grant your faithful, we pray, Almighty God, the resolve to run forth to meet your Christ with righteous deeds at his coming, so that gathered at his right hand they may be worthy to possess the heavenly kingdom. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. You, O Lord, are our Father. Our Redeemer from of old is your name. Why, O Lord, do you make us stray from your ways and harden our heart so that we do not fear you? Turn back for the sake of your servants, for the sake of the tribes that are your heritage. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down, so that the mountains would quake at your presence. When you did awesome deeds that we did not expect, you came down, the mountains quaked at your presence. For ages past, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, 
No eye has seen any God besides you who works for those who wait for him. You meet those who gladly do right, those who remember you in your ways. But you were angry and we sinned, because you hid yourself, we transgressed. We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a filthy cloth. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. There is no one who calls on your name or attempts to take hold of you. For you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us into the hand of our iniquity. Yet, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. The Word of the Lord. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face, and we shall be saved. O Shepherd of Israel, hear us. Shine forth from your cherubim throne. O Lord, rouse up your might. O Lord, come to our help. God of hosts, turn again, we implore. Look down from heaven and see. Visit this vine and protect it, the vine your right hand has planted. May your hand be on the one you have chosen, the one you have given your strength and we shall never forsake you again. Give us life that we may call upon your name. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face, and we shall be saved. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that has been given you in Christ Jesus. For in every way you have been enriched in him in speech and knowledge of every kind. Just as the testimony of Christ has been strengthened among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will also strengthen you to the end, so that you may be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. By him you were called into fellowship with his Son, 
Jesus Christ our Lord. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Lord, show us your mercy and love, and grant us your salvation. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Chapter 13, verses 33 to 37. Jesus said to his disciples, Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey, when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with a particular task, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn, or else he might find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. The Gospel of the Lord. Every new year we should try to have an audit of our life, looking over the past year to honestly see how we've dealt with the burdens as well as the celebrations of that year. Some of our life gets a bit dusty and needs a freshening up so that we can try to let our best self emerge so that the heart of us will shine. Now, since Advent begins the start of the church's year, a similar survey of our spiritual life is also helpful. What happened to the good intentions of last year? What got in the way? Do we really want to put in a big effort? Do we want to address any of our habits and try to free ourselves from the damaging ones? See, habits pay a big part in our lives. All of us, apart from the very young, are to a great deal creatures of habit. It's said that we live the second part of our lives according to the habits we acquire during the first half. That's all well and good if they're good habits, but a bit disturbing if we consider the bad ones. Now the positive side of habits is that once we acquire them, they become almost second nature to us. They seem effortless and can produce excellent results with a minimum of concentration. Again, all well and good if they're not destructive habits. Habits can be life-giving and sustaining and can carry people through some difficult situations because they don't tend to draw on our energy so much. Of course, the negative side of habits is that they draw us into repetition and thoughtlessness. As a result of doing the same thing day after day, we get into a rut and do things absent-mindedly and in a casual, unthinking manner. There's no real heart or meaning in them. They can dull our senses and turn living into mere functioning. Habits can be selfish, 
and they can be hard to change, particularly if we get so used to them that we come to depend on them. Now, three times in today's Gospel passage, Jesus urged his disciples to stay awake. Now, that call's meant for us as well. Maybe that's the purpose of Advent, to give us a jolt. It issues a wake-up call to us. It provides us with a chance to start again. We can easily become Christians by habit only. We may just be going through the motions, taking part in the ritual that has lost all freshness and meaning. Advent is supposed to be a time of breakthrough, breaking from darkness into light. So when Jesus talks about the end, he's not referring to the material world, but rather the end of darkness. He suggests that we get ready to move into the light, and therein lies the challenge. Advent comes to us very forcibly with a question. What is your struggle in life? What do you want to overcome? What darkness in your life or in the world do you want to overcome? What breakthrough do you want for the coming year? Do you want to be more kind, more forgiving, less addicted, more chaste, closer to God? Is your hope that people would like you more? That your job or your marriage would flourish? That your children or your parents would change? Can I suggest that you start with having a more open and honest relationship with Christ? That you get to know him better and that he didn't just become one of the thoughtless habits that we attach to being part of a church. That he's someone we speak of as well as someone we speak to. That we can try to look at the world through his eyes and touch with his hands and hear with his ears. In doing so, We might not just lift ourselves out of darkness, but we might bring others into the light as well. It's worth a try. What have you got to lose? The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. As we begin this season of Advent, let us pray to God who loves us. For the Church that we may stay awake and keep watch for the coming of our Saviour. Lord, hear us. For all who teach and preach the Gospel, that they may continue to be faithful ministers of God's Word. 
Lord, hear us. For those who have turned from God's love, that they may come to understand how God is full of mercy and compassion. Lord, hear us. For our whole community, including those who can't be gathered together but are with us in prayer and in communion, that we may continue to use the gifts God has given us as we await the return of Jesus Christ. Lord, hear us. For all who are ill and those who care for them. Lord, hear us. For all who have died, that they may now see the Saviour face to face, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God of mercy and love, grant us your salvation. We ask you to hear and answer our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, our Lord, and may this sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept, we pray, O Lord, these offerings we make, gathered from among your gifts to us, and may what you grant us to celebrate devoutly here below gain for us the prize of eternal redemption. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Preface 1 of Advent The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he assumed at his first coming the lowliness of human flesh, and so fulfilled the design you formed long ago, and opened for us the way to eternal salvation, that when he comes again in glory and majesty, and all is at last made manifest, we who watch for that day may inherit the great promise in which we now dare to hope.
and so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. To you, therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant Ken, and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants. And all gathered here, whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you this sacrifice of praise, or they offer it for themselves and all those who are dear to them, for the redemption of their souls, in hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true in communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of God, and our Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, and all your saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers, in all things we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept the oblation of our service, that of your whole family, Order our days in your peace, and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable, so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his almighty Father. Giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands. And once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith 
We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed Passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty, from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance, and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel the just, the sacrifice of Abraham our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high, in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants, who have gone before us with the sign of faith, and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ a place of refreshment, light and peace. To us also, your servants, who, though sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share and fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon through Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, 
you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death, gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The Communion Antiphon The Lord will bestow his bounty, and our earth shall yield its increase. A prayer for spiritual communion, in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. May these mysteries, O Lord, in which we have participated, profit us, we pray. For even now, as we walk amid passing things, you teach us by them to love the things of heaven and hold fast to what endures. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for joining us for this time of prayer and reflection. We've well and truly started on our Advent journey. It's only a short journey and Christmas will be upon us very quickly. So it's a wonderful time to prepare and be alert and respond to what God's doing in our lives here and now. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May the almighty and merciful God, by whose grace you have placed your faith in the first coming of his only begotten Son, and yearn for his coming again, sanctify you by the radiance of Christ's advent, and enrich you with his blessing. As you run the race of this present life, may he make you firm in faith, joyful in hope, and active in charity. Rejoicing now with devotion at the Redeemer's coming in the flesh, may you be endowed with the rich reward of eternal life when he comes again in majesty. And may the blessing of Almighty God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you forever. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Advent Hymn, O Come Lord, in memory of Paolo Mario Paul Giacomantonio, 1968-2020, by Paul W. Kelly, based on Ancient Church O Antiphons of Advent, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelk, 2020. Production by KER, 2020. May God bless and keep you.